Welcome to the Without Limits podcast, where we break through barriers, revealing the keys to living an abundant life. Now, here are your hosts, Mark and Anne-Marie. Hi, and welcome to the podcast today. We're so excited for you to come and pull up to the table. This is really more like a fireside chat. We have a lot of great guests lined up that are going to be on future podcasts, but Mark and I just thought, you know what, we were uh, we were going for a walk and this came up as we were talking and I thought this would be a great conversation. And the title of this podcast is called You're Better Than You Think. You are better than you think. Right. And it's really about this, these, this podcast without limits is about overcoming barriers and obstacles. This is a barrier and we're full disclosure everyone everyone deals with you can't uh, sidestep this one no and we're going to just declare out of the gate we're not self-help gurus we haven't written a book on this this is just um, a life lived it's a life lived and we want to share some things that we've learned along our journey related to this huge barrier of self-doubt you ever notice that in your day-to-day you hear a song on the radio or something yeah and, and it'll just play all day long. Oh, like a, just like goes a like, loop. Just goes like a loop, right? And and yeah. we do that all the time. I, I think when a song comes or something like that comes, it's more specific. But mm-hmm. people have an inner dialogue playing all the time. Yeah. And unfortunately, too often, it's a limiting dialogue. It, it's a negative dialogue. It's a negative dialogue. And it's limiting Right. It's all—it's almost like an inner self-talk that says, hey, you know what? Yeah, maybe I should do that. Or I should have done more today, could have done more today, but I didn't. Right. And not just that I couldn't, but I'm not even worthy enough to do to this it. or that. Mm. Or I'm not, you know, I'm not good enough to show up to, to that. Or I'm not going to apply for that job because I wouldn't get it anyway. And, and the, the question that jumps into my mind is, why not? Right. Why exactly. not? Why are you not good enough? Right. And where does, you know, where do those things come from? That, that, those limitations that we put our, our, uh, on ourselves and we almost talk ourselves out of abundance. The two other people that applied beside you, somehow they're just yeah. magically awesome. Yes. They're totally better than you. Uh, they, yes. they totally, they could do the job better than you. Yes, I know. But you can't. I know. So we actually elevate the elevate others, mm-hmm. and we dismiss our own yeah. gifts. I've done that. I've talked myself out of going for auditions for different things because I'm in community theater, and I thought, oh, you know what? I'm not good enough for that, or whatever. And then I finally did it. I had a dream to to be in the Music Man, and I auditioned, and I got a part. Well, it was transformative, and I was around all these people. I'm like, hey. I can sing just as good as them and I could learn the dance steps and it was transformative, but it really took some of that, what we're going to share today of how to get out of your head, talking yourself out of things. Those self-doubts. Exactly. Exactly. Some of those self-doubts, they come from within us. Yeah. But some of them come from the outside. No, it's true. Like, have you ever had a performance review or something, someone wrote something on a paper you wrote and you just focus on the negative? It's and funny, it plays eh? over. It's funny how that happens. You got you got you got ten questions right. You got yeah. one question wrong. 
That's the one you think about. I know. And you think, and it's not, I'm not saying it's not bad to reflect and to improve, but to focus on that and it becomes a story. We don't Mm. want any, you know, negative feedback to become a story and locked into who you are. So what could we push back against that with? How could we have, you know, instead of underestimating our gifts, instead of underestimating what our potential is, do you think maybe we could get ahead of that? Right. So one thing that I started to do and one strategy that I'd share with our listeners is why not? Why not me? Right. That was just a simple thing. And I would say it to myself and I'd hear my tape in my head. Well, you couldn't really do that. You wouldn't, you wouldn't really, you, you really think you could, you could do that job? Why not? Why not? Why not me? I used to tell people when I, when I hired people for positions, I used to tell them all the time. I said, virtually nobody knows how to do a job when they first start. Right. Exactly. That's why we call it training. <laughs> and it would disarm them immediately yeah. just because I want them to succeed. Exactly. I yeah. want them to be successful. Right. I, I didn't I didn't bring them in so that no. they could fail. No. I brought them in so they su- could succeed. Yeah. So disarming them immediately by saying, I don't expect you to know how to do what I've hired you to do. I'm yeah. going to train you how to do that. But what they did bring was an attitude mm-hmm. and a desire to actually learn. And right. that's what we bring to life is to show up. So some of the tapes that come up, if I could just um, uh, share, Mark, we underestimate our gifts. And sometimes the tapes that'll start playing or the inner dialogue that'll start coming out is, well, I could never, I don't know how to. But I learned something this week. My granddaughter started kindergarten and they've started teaching them already at four years old, that growth mindset. And what they're teaching them when those when those limiting um, tapes start to play is to say the word yet. Hmm. I could never do that yet, but I can learn. I don't know how to yet or I don't have the ability to yet. Hmm. So just. So the two things we've shared so far is why not? Why not me? And also, I don't know how yet, but I can learn and I can grow. And I know about brain science and I know our brain is plastic. It's called neuroplasticity. And we can learn. We can grow. I remember when we had our first child. Mm -hmm. I remember the specific moment when, when just out of the blue, it just sort of hit me. It was like, I'm a parent. Right. And you know, the next thought I had was, I don't know what a parent is. Right. Good point. Like I have to. So this is something mm-hmm. new. Just like you were saying, I'm I'm a parent, but I don't know how to parent yet. So yeah. what are some of the strategies? Okay. So we don't know how to do something. Yeah. I know what I did. Yes. I went out and interviewed parents. Yeah. I, I remember I be, you talking to I people. I began to ask people, you know, who, who were had had children years before me. Yeah. You know, but had a good relationship with their kids. Looking for success, always right. you know, read up, talk up, and think up. Right, find people. Who, That's a good who one. What did you say again? Read up, think up, and talk up. Right? I love that. Yeah. So go up, yes, above where you are yet, and read, think, sure. and talk to people. If you're going to if you're going to learn a game, the best way to learn it is play against somebody who's better than you. Right. Right. Yes. Don't. <laughs> so, no, it's true. <laughs> and I remember asking them and I would ask them questions and hearing their answers and knowing that mm. they learned along the way as well. Yeah. Really helped me say, hey, I can do this. Right. I can do this because 
they by giving by giving me the tools and me hearing the tone of their voice knowing that they had learned those tools mm-hmm. i realized just like you were saying not and yet. they didn't do it perfectly no but they did it with a place of this is the best that i have right now mm. and i'm going to do my best right and it's not going to be perfect and you know the best lesson i think i learned of all of it no and i use it almost all the time in my day-to-day life because i found it it's true mm-hmm. in other areas is pick your battles. Oh, that's a good one. More importantly, pick battles you can win. Yeah, that's a good strategy. Right? Yes. So, so before you start to say, hey, is it even A, can I win this? And B, would you want the outcome if you did? Yeah, that's right. right? And, and is forward. it worth the energy? And is it worth the relationship strain for you to push through a battle? Um, yeah, I can think back. We have five children. And I remember one t- time I came home and there were 18 eggs, eggs raw, sliding down the family room floor into the carpet. And I had to pick my battle. And my choice was Mark came alongside me and said, honey, I've got this. You go for a walk. Well, you know, the, the back end of that story is there was more to it than that. I'm sure there but always was. Before you got there. The boys had actually pushed the dumbbell bar, the, oh, the weight bar, yes. through, through the, the wall, wall in our rec room into our laundry room. It was kind of hanging. Yes. That's Unde- right. It was hanging undecided. It was a multi-pronged <laughs> it was, moment. It was undecided. <laughs> I don't know which room I actually want to be in, so it was actually oh, in both rooms. So I had pulled true. that, and, and you saw the hole in the wall. Yeah, right? I saw the hole. It's funny. We, how I many saw times, the eggs. How many times have we fixed that hole, and we never, ever got it right? No, it never. That's why we sold that house. <laughs> <laughs> Someone else can have that. But we chose the battles because I had to make a decision. I was I was so upset and sad, and I probably would have You've said lost something. That one. I've lost that one. <laughs> so Mark was able to come in with a better attitude and to choose the battle. And what is the what is a relationship you want to have right. after that? And we battle? still laugh about it with our kids. Yeah. I will give you a little tip though: an entire roll of paper towels will not clean no, up no. eighteen eggs. No, it does not. It not. So you just write that down. More, more than a roll. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. If I could share another story, Mark. I remember I worked with this incredible mentor. His name was Norm Green. And I learned um, some incredible teaching strategies from him. It was called cooperative learning. And I just looked up to him and I thought, wow, someday, you know, if I could be half the teacher or facilitator as him. And um, he was just such a wonderful, wonderful um, human being and facilitator and teacher. Just a wonderful mentor. He ended up working for a while as a consultant in the organization I worked in. And I was sitting in his office and just, you know, soaking in as much as I could. You talked about read up and learn up. He was who I was. And talk up. And talk up. I used to talk to him and I'd ask him questions all the time. And he said to me, why aren't you managing the education for this organization? And the terror that welled up in my body, like I just, my head, I could never do that. I don't have enough. I, I, I don't have enough education. At that point, I didn't have my master's degree yet. Self, so. Self-limiting thinking. Oh, my goodness. The tapes that went on, and I talked myself out of it. But I must say, I would say about eight years later, that's the role I was in. He saw in me the potential and really almost prophetically 
what I was supposed to be doing. Mm. And I ended up doing that job for 11 years after. And I'll never forget that. The feeling of I couldn't do it. I didn't have these strategies of why not? Why me? You know, I don't know how yet. I don't know. I was I was thinking up, reading up and talking up, but I didn't have that yet. I didn't have that confidence to say, why not? Why not me? And I think a lot of our listeners feel that in certain areas. And I still do in different areas, right. Mark. Right. We're learning different things. Is there right? strategies? Do you find that there's very specific strategies that you could apply? Like as far as like, I, I always use the term like, you know, you can choose your day. So if yeah. you can choose your day and let's say there is an obstacle or a limiting something that's limiting and you're thinking, mm. sometimes I, I learned this when I learned how to ski. The first time I ever skied, I went skiing, top of a mountain, right. way up in Banff. Like mountain, mountain. Had never skied Not Ontario in my mountains. Life. Right. No. So now if, if I had had all of the details... If somebody had broken that all down for me, I mm-hmm. would have never got on the bus and had to Or if you started there. studying no, a book no. and, oh, and you looked at all no. of the um, the risks <laughs> associated with skiing from the top of a mountain when you don't know what you're doing. Insurance claim printouts. Right. Not no. probably going to happen. And it's not a bad thing to look at risks, but maybe no. you wouldn't have had the success. But I learned, <laughs> I learned a valuable lesson from it. And the valuable lesson I learned is some, sometimes you just have to go up the lift. Yeah. You just have to face it. You just right. have to deal with it. It could be something that you you you've decided that you have don't have the skill or ability yeah. or the gift for it, but you actually don't know. No. You're not qualified to answer that question. Sounds like a book I read called Face the Fear and Do It Anyway. Right. Right. And it's almost cliche. It is. I was just going to say that. But there's a lot of truth in yes. that. Yes. So sometimes the, the, the obstacle or, the, or, or what we want to accomplish is seems to be too big for us. And we know we need to, to grow into it. Yeah. But there's a lot of things in our day to day. We can just go do it. Right. We could just go try. Exactly. You could and try a new out. sport. You could try a new. You, you and know, with you a good sense of humor. Take a new hobby. I remember I came home one time and you were over with a good friend of the fam, uh, a, a friend of ours who's a painter. Yes. And I saw a whole bunch of people in our backyard who I know don't have any ability to paint. Right. But they had just tackled it. Yes. And I remember sitting back and because all of it was, they left it all here because it was drying, remember? Yes, that's right. And I remember just looking at the picture after picture and I was just fascinated at the diversity, the difference, how people saw certain things in different ways. And they were all excellent. And every person, when I invited them over for this little lesson, that's what they said. I'm not an artist. I don't know how to do that yet. Yet. I don't know how to do it yet. And we got walked through step by step. And I have the most beautiful, actually looking out of our studio window, it's hanging up Mm. on my she shed. And I have the most beautiful sunflower that I painted. Right. I didn't know I could do that. And I wonder where the other pictures are. Yeah. And the connections, the the, the mental markers. And I use that a lot all often in in mental markers. Leaving yourself, you know, if you have an area of success, if you did something and it worked, use that Mm -hmm. to to dislodge limiting right. thinking. To Say, hey, back. you know what? I did that yeah. and I tried this and I'm going to try this one here as well. Yeah. And if I can offer the some of those people that came for that painting little class in our backyard have now continued. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it's incredible. But I like what you said because when I went back to dance in my 50s, hmm. um, I had danced for years before and I went back. I started with ballet and then I moved 
to tap. Right. I'd never tapped in my life, but it looked fun. Right. And then I, I learned how to tap, and then I moved to jazz. And I said, you know what? I don't know how to do it yet. And I sure had a lot of sense of humor about it. Right. I didn't have high expectations of perfection out of the gate. We often do that. Our expectations yes. are, you know, sometimes it's try. Yes. That should be the, the extent right. of your right. expectation. You're going to try something. And don't you see little kids when they're trying like to play badminton or try something and because they can't do it like the adults, they throw it down and stomp away and said, I can't do it. No, you can't do it yet because do you don't yet. know how. And one other point on the markers, because we had Alan Mallory on a few weeks back yeah. and, and he was talking and you think about when you're climbing a mountain, you're going step mm -hmm. by step, but you get a little farther up and then you put in a new anchor. Yeah. You know, they re-anchor mm -hmm. themselves there. And then they move a little higher and they re-anchor re themselves there. And I think that limiting thinking or realizing that you're better than you think is really just steps. Take a next step, yeah. go a little higher, take another step, go a little higher. Mm -hmm. The other thing, hopeful, and it's another strategy, is because we have that negative self-talk. Mm. And I work with a lot of people in my workplace that, you know, um, talk themselves out of applying for a job or different things. The beauty of knowing that we have negative self-talk is that we can change it to positive self-talk. You can. Because it's our thinking. You can. We have absolutely control. Right. There's lots of things out of our control. There's some things we can influence. What we think about is under our control. It's absolutely 100% under our control. And we can things, think about things that add, subtract, multiply, or divide us. That's a good, right? that's a great example. You can add, subtract, multiply, or divide. Choose those things that add, add and multiply, multiply. you. It's and true. realize that you bring that your story brings unique value to this life. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So today's podcast was about you are better than you think. Absolutely. You know, and honestly, it's about our thinking. It's about our self-talk. It's about choosing that perfect day. It's about mm -hmm. saying, why not? Why not me? And it's about, I don't know how, yet. yet. Not underestimating your gifts. <laughs> exactly. Create some metal, mental markers that work for you. Read up, talk up, think up, and right. move forward and live exactly. your best life. And surround yourself with those people who are living life abundantly and living without limits. And we are so glad that you joined us today and pulled up to the table for this little fireside chat. And um, if you want to connect with us, we'd love to connect on our Facebook group, Without Limits Podcast facebook group and also we have a website livingwithoutlimits.ca and if you want to be a guest that's a place you can go and fill out a form and we'd love to have a conversation about you coming about talking about how you're living abundantly without limits thank you the without limits podcast where we break through barriers revealing the keys to living an abundant life your hosts have been Mark and Anna.